another episode of HP Critical Podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. You know who we are because you listen every week, so we're not going to bother introducing ourselves because you already know that we're Brandon Joel Gaming Kelly, unless it's your first time listening, in which case you don't know, but now you know it's Brandon Gabe Kelly. I'm Brandon, by the way. Hi, friends. <laughs> I try to be really cool. <laughs> I guess that makes her Gabe. I'm Gabe. Hey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to be really cool with this podcast intro and it failed miserably. So let's just start with what you guys have been playing. It's okay, Jarrell. You're cool. You got the Like a Dragon um, icon right there. Yeah. So what I've been playing this week, uh, since he asked, um, not too much on my own time. It's been pretty much Breath of the Wild DLC on my own time. <clears throat> as far as streaming... I've been playing uh, Skyward Sword HD, The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, and uh, we did do a recent episode of HP Critical Doesn't Hold Up. I had Rodrigo, aka Southermel, one of our wonderful writers, on as a guest for this episode. And we played two games that neither of us had ever heard before. One was called Magical Drop 2, and one was called Bamboozle. I must say, uh, Magical Drop 2, actually a really good game. It's a fun puzzle game, surprisingly simple to play. Like we were able to pick it up and be like really good within like three minutes of starting it. It's it's a very good game. I do recommend if you like puzzle games. Now the other game though, Bomboozle, I think I'm going to preface this by saying, I think it might be the worst game we've played in the show so far, or at least in season two. It's some trash. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like Bomboozle. It freaking looks like an it, it freaking looks like a cross between a really bad PC game of the early '90s and an NES game of like '85, and then the gameplay feels bad. Rodrigo, bless his soul, was saying, "Well, there's something redeeming in the gameplay," and you know he's technically not wrong, but oh my god, it's it's held, that game is held together by glue. It looks so bad. It looks bad, and it just doesn't play good. It's oh man, and you know. These whole things are like every time a Super Nintendo game gets announced for the service and there are games that people haven't heard of, people are like, oh, why the hell is this game I never heard of there? Why is, you know, put Earthbound or Mario RPG or whatever? And my defense to that usually is like, okay, you haven't heard of these games. That's fair, but they could still be good. And when I played Magical Drop 2, I was very much feeling that. But I can't imagine who the fuck okay, Bamboozle when there's so many games out there that, that people are asking for. Like, this game is trash. I'm sorry. I apologize for the profanity. But Bamboozle some hard garbage, man. Oh, man. I, I, I didn't like it. It was not a good game. Not a good game at all. Avoid Bamboozle. Try Magical Drop 2, though. This is a family-friendly podcast. Don't worry. I'm going to bleep out all your bad words. I said one bad word. I'm just, no, like I'm saying five. for the for the for the duration of the podcast, say what you want, and I'm gonna just spend an extra two hours while editing, bleeping it all out. And these really funny, Ooh. cool bleep like sounds. It's gonna be like I'm excited. I'm excited to use what the sound effect you use. Yeah, avoid bamboozle. Continue. <laughs> uh, who else wants to talk about what they've been playing? Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, same thing I've been playing. <laughs> Mandrell. Playing Final Fantasy 14 every night. Uh, well, Somebody did their first night, eight-man raid yesterday. Yes, I did my first nice. eight-man raid. I hit level 50. Um, I did my level 50 white mage quest. Um, so now I'm like legit. Um, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. I have converted. That's all I've played. Yeah, I'm converted and I'm, I mean, in short, obsessed. I don't know what else to say about it. 
Um, I don't want to play anything else. I don't even stream because I'm just like, I can't pay attention to people. Like, I just need to focus on healing in my dungeons because <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd, apparently. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. If you haven't played it, uh, you should. And if you're playing another MMO trash, you should play it instead. So I'm What just... is going on? <laughs> like, I just trash and everything. Hey, the game also deserves that trash. All right, well, I when I do have time to play, which is super late at night, I'm literally just playing with uh, Final Fantasy XIV with Kelly. <laughs> and we did our first full party uh, dungeon like yeah. a few days ago, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I learned how Kelly really feels about DPS. Uh, the DPS <laughs> role. And uh, she thinks we're useless. And um, we did our first eight man, and I was able to heal with her, which was really fun. I'd been waiting to do something like that, spend lots of time, you know, gambling and gold saucer and having a great time, trying to continue to uh, convince Gabe to come over because he's just been so busy that he can't find time to play with us, even though we played like one time together, but I'm trying to, trying to, you know push him forward so send me an email where you just write all the reasons that Gabe should play Final Fantasy 14 with us and then we could stream it on the HP Critical um Twitch channel twitch.tv slash HP Critical which is where you can also find um the does it hold up series that Brandon was previously speaking on that mm -hmm. is every week yep so bring your asses I mean bring your bums bring it over whatever yeah and that's literally all I've been playing because time is a social construct that's not real but we don't have enough of it what about you Gabe I've only been playing two games Smash Bros and Fire Emblem Three Houses finally. nice I actually finally got to finish the game it's funny because the save Ooh. file um the save file says uh, uh 53 hours but like <laughs> if you go back to when I started the game it's been over a year uh, but yeah I finally finished the game I finished the path of the blue lions got happily married at the end was very i'm going to try and say this without spoilers but i'm very pleased with the way the game ends um as opposed to most games especially games that you don't know if there's gonna be a sequel to it it'll finish off sometimes like with a really open-ended ending uh for mm -hmm. example if you played breath of the wild we didn't know there was gonna be a second breath of the wild the way the game ends you're like well what the fuck happens you know after Hyrule is saved for the hundredth time. Um, I really like the way Fire Emblem is like, here's what happened to everybody inside your um alliance. I'm not alliance, inside your group. Like mm -hmm. this person went off to do this, this person did this, this is yeah, how long I this like person that. lived. I was really entertained by the ending. It really felt like a full ending, but there's three choices to choose, three major choices to choose. Well, four if you play the DLC, but so I'm diving back in. I finished the game and I was like, oh my gosh, that was so fun. And then new game plus. Oh man, I did the same thing. After I finished the Golden Deer, I just didn't want it to end. So I just went to new game plus the blue line and then didn't play it for like a long time and then went back earlier this year and finished it up. Gabe, I have two quick questions since you uh, finished Three Houses. I have a question too. Um, yeah, so my first question is So, who did you marry, Gabe? I'm curious now. Manuela. Guys... Oh, that's that right. Was, that was, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. When I started playing the game and I found out you can marry people, I didn't even second guess. I was like, <laughs> That's I'm fair. not gonna lie though. She gave like 
again, I'm going to try and say this without spoilers, but, like, I don't know if any of you guys have married her, but, like, when you marry her, it's, like, there's such, a, like, a touching moment. We were, like, well, goddamn, I'm kind of glad, like, I didn't leave you out to hang, because... <laughs> I do understand depressed. what you mean. I, I never married, married my mother myself, but in, like, two other playthroughs, I've, I've had her married off, so I do understand what you mean. Uh, the second question I was going to ask is, now that you started your new game, plus, uh, what's, what's, uh, what route are you going to take second? Uh, I'm going, um, what is it, the... Golden Eagles? Is that what it is? Golden Deer. Hell yeah! No, 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 not Golden Deer. I'm going at Edelgard. Edelgard, let's fucking go. What is she? She's the house of the what? You you gotta the Black Eagles. Drill, drill. You have to tell Gabe something about the Black Eagles like off the podcast just to make sure you know they're the best. It's the best story. I I'm one hundred percent best storyline in the game. The only reason I I went her second was because like I by the end of the. I just by the end of the blue I, lions, I, I, I completely know, yeah. hated her. That was gonna be my question. Like love, hate, and different about Edelgard, but I say you hate her, and she's my favorite yeah. character for very obvious reasons. If you play her route, because she's clearly the best, well designed, most thought out, wonderful character ever written in a video game ever. Oh, because no, Edelgard's no. the best. And I know that you finished it because you had made that post about how you wanted to see all um, Fire Emblem characters in Smash. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's probably gotten uh, pretty far in the game. That game's fucking awesome. If you haven't played it, um, it has my endorsement. Yeah. Um, play it. She's too. the best. Uh, so did you guys hear about the controversy with Boyfriend Dungeon? No. No, I saw, I saw the title of that it... game and I didn't read it. I saw you had it downloaded. <laughs> It's like behind you on your screen. Oh, I was like, how did you know? Like, what did I do? I'm a witch. All right. I'm a witch. I bitch. literally was like, I have it downloaded. I do have it downloaded. I'm yeah. using a friend's game pass, which is expiring in like six days. So I guess what I'll be playing. Um, um yeah, yeah, I did hear about the controversy though. Yes. Do you want right do you want to talk about it or should I? Uh you can. I don't know like all the details. So if you do, then you should explain it. Okay, so quickly, uh, Boyfriend Dungeon is essentially Hades meets uh, Dating Sim. Uh, gameplay like Hades, rest of the game, wonderful dating sim. You date your you date your weapons. Your your boyfriends can be weapons. Um, I have not gotten very far in it, so I can't talk too much about it. But um, and I don't think this is considered spoilers, but spoiler warning, just in case. Um, the antagonist is apparently someone that um, kind of stalks you. And to finish the game, uh, you cannot ignore your stalker. Like you have to um, <clears throat> interact with them and talk with them. And a lot of people felt like that's a really bad take. And it's kind of unfair to put the player in a position to have to confront someone who's stalking them as opposed to dealing with it in a different way. And you cannot um, finish the game you cannot finish the game unless uh, unless you deal with the stalker in that manner. And <clears throat> a lot of people were complaining because they said that the content warning, uh, even though there is a content warning in the game, the content warning was not good enough for um, what happens, what occurs in the game. Not only that, but they want, there are some people that really want the uh, developers to actually take portions out or change the game uh, based on that situation. And my question in general uh, is just going to be, how do you guys feel? Like, do you think that developers should change games 
if and this is a very specific you know situation i know we've talked about you know difficulty and how you know people can have the game's difficulty at whatever it is and just have to deal with it but in this situation where it's something that's like stalking for example something that's uh you know a more serious topic do you think that developers should listen to players or do you think that this is the message they want to tell and not every game is for everyone and i'm going to stop before i put words in your mouth tell me it is kind of a problematic situation with, with with the story being what it was like like you said like the warning it is there but it's you know not it's not it's not good enough i i guess probably just the, the fact it's not descriptive which i could almost defend it not being descriptive because it's at that point how descriptive can you get it's like hey at this point in the game you're gonna have to like like it's a part of the story there's only so much that they can tell you so they try to give the content warning in that case as for the whole premise of like um taking out the the story bit i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not i haven't played the game i don't know the full details of the story but that doesn't sound like something that would be like simple to just remove or just outright change in that way if it's like a core part of the story that like based on what you've described to me and again i could be wrong but it sounds to me like to adjust this part of the story they would have to like just fundamentally change the story and I don't know if that's feasible. I don't know if that's like uh, that's like really feasible. It's not like oh, this feature is bad, change it. Or, or let's say someone has arachnophobia. Okay, remove the spiders, something like that. Which I know Grounded does for as an example. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but this is tough. But this is like the story. If it was written this way, <clears throat> it feels like you'd have to like rewrite the whole thing. And I just don't know if that's something that they could feasibly do without changing like the the whole game. I'm not I'm not even arguing whether they should or shouldn't. It's just a matter of can they even without changing what that game is. I don't know the answer to that, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'd have to see what the content warning said. Mm -hmm. Because if it's not, I mean, they put the they obviously put the content warning there to tell you, hey, this is gonna happen in the game, but apparently it doesn't look like it was enough. Um, and at the same time, I also wouldn't, I don't know, like to ask a developer to change, you know, like Brandon was saying bits and pieces of the game like that, that's not something easy to do. And so I guess the best option would be to just change the content warning and yeah, sure. The content warning is going to spoil the end of the game, but in cases like this, that's okay because clearly yeah. it's upsetting a lot of people, but yeah, to change yeah, to take things out, like to go back into a finished game and take things out. I don't know. Um, so this is an article from GameIndustry.biz uh, written by Danielle Pardis, and it says, uh, in a new update, Hitfox made changes to a warning already featured in the game to reflect themes more specifically. Uh, this, okay. I'm assuming, is the new one, which says, this game's story involves exposure to unwanted advances, stalking, and other forms of emotional manipulation. Play with care and take breaks as needed. I'm assuming that is the updated one. Um, and Kit Fox did, the developers Kit Fox did address the situation via Twitter in which they apologized for inadequately describing the events in the um, first uh, warning that was in the game initially. I wanted to say that before, you know, I don't know if that changes anything you wanted to say, Gabe, or before Kelly goes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's a video game for one. So I, I don't know why you would have that be the story. That seems kind of like strange. I don't know what stalking has to do with dating men in a dungeon. Uh, actually, you know, 
I guess if you have a stalker, you could end up in a dungeon. So that checks out. I mean, out. he is the um, bad guy. Like he is the yeah, antagonist. I just yeah. don't know anything about the story. Like I don't know how <laughs> deep it goes. Like, is it like really terrifying is it just like a cartoons like i i have no idea so like i think the updated content warning should really be enough but i did see like i didn't really plan to play this because i'm very busy with final fantasy but like i people were like really upset about this like it's like a brand new ip that had like a lot of promise and now it's just into like obscurity as quickly as it started i feel like because of something like this like it's just I don't feel like people are going to play it now um and I I feel like that is kind of a travesty but at the same time like kind of think about the content that you're putting into a game you know I've been seeing a lot of uh Twitter mutuals that are just like that have played the game who are pretty much just like we love this game we love the way it is the way it plays makes sense these are these are uh events that happen in real life and they're dealt with in real life and so um you know video games are a form of art that deal with real life situations and this is just one of them um and it handles the lgbt characters really well um and it handles uh some of the situations really well and at the same time they were like yeah this could have been added to the content warning so they're very happy that it has been added to the content warning um and i just think you shouldn't change i think and i've said this before i think that not every game is for everyone um and I, i'm okay with that because i know that i am not going to play resident evil 7 ever because it's not a game that's meant for me um and i, I do think that the fixed content warnings will hopefully be enough. I'm excited to finally, you know, dive more into Boyfriend Dungeon. I want to date my swords and like probably have sex with them. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. in the game, in the game, not okay. Y'all you know what I mean. Okay, I'm the talking logistics too much. of that are um, not. No matter which way <laughs> I think about it, it's not checking no. out. Like, I'm just like, no, that is painful. No I, I, okay. I, okay, so um, I'm gonna just move on. It also, this article also says the latest update also fixes a few other sensitive issues, such as removing a reference to stillbirth and adding a vegan option to a portion of dialogue. These adjustments join a toggle to turn off in-game text from a character called Mom, should players wish to avoid it, which uh, was something that people complained about uh, Animal Crossing not having, um, because, you know, you get the letters from your mom, and not everyone is comfortable with receiving letters from mom. So, yeah. I have a crying baby. Give me a second. Sure. Okay, so uh, baby dealt with, and I have found the actual content warning, which I'm going to read now. Uh, it says, <clears throat> this game may include references to unwanted advances, stalking, and other forms of emotional manipulation. Play with care. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I read that already. I should have pre-read this before. <laughs> All right, whatever. Anyway, moving Very on. Very similar. I... <laughs> no, it's the same thing. I just read the same thing. Oh, okay. um, you know, this is what happens uh, when when i uh get you got a baby and when yeah this is what happens when you have a baby babies with are... a sword oh <laughs> babies are honestly y'all don't have kids they're a lot of work don't have children they're a lot of work Enough humans uh, in this world anyway there really are um should all be sword yeah. people like this soul, like it's like in so like in soul eater are you guys playing pokemon unite i though? do love soul eater and they are definitely eh, i i play pokemon unite great. every now and then Oh yes, the Pokemon Unite question. I yes, I, 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 I still I still play. I'm I don't trying play to get it every it's night. It's coming to mobiles. 
<sighs> yep. I mean, we did know that. It's just, I don't think we knew the date until the presents, if that's what you're segueing into. Blissey's coming. Blissey is already in the game. Blissey's I mean, in the game. Are they going to fix the title <laughs> screen, though? Are they, have they talked about that? Uh, they did not because that's before they start adding anything else, they need to start, they need to fix the title screen and the, the, and the menu because the menu's a mess. One of the reasons I don't play that game that often anymore is because I don't like to sit in the menu because the frame rate for the menu is like 12 per second. Really? Yeah. The, 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 it's the, the really menu bad. For, the, yeah. The gameplay for the most part runs pretty stable. Yeah. For whatever reason, the menu frame, the menu's hot weird. trash. The menu makes you feel like you're already playing it on a phone. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Is it an Android? <laughs> like, does the menu make it feel like you're playing on an Android? Yes. It's like, you remember you remember when Fortnite came out? Oh, I don't know if you guys remember when Fortnite came out on mobile and everyone was like, oh my gosh, like they were making fun of the graphics. It feels very similar to that because it's the, the menu is just hot garbage. Like it takes me like 10 seconds to move over two options. Wow. Um, so um, I'm not segueing into Pokemon yet. Okay. But I will soon. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah I was actually going to talk about the man that was arrested for the murder of the Overwatch voice actress Christian Louis. Yeah. So this is about to talk. We're about to talk a little bit about uh, death, murder, and violence. Unfortunately, this was the Brazilian voice actress for Mercy, uh, <clears throat> who unfortunately was found murdered. This is an article from NME.com written by Thomas Hughes. And it says the man arrested in connection with the murder is economist Pedro Paulo Goncalves Vasconcelos da Costa. It is reported that Costa murdered Luis in her home, slashing her leg and neck. Luis was 49 at the time of her death. She was also known for um, the voice of Cortana, uh, the Brazilian voice of Cortana in that game that Cortana's in. Halo? Halo. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Halo. Um, she, apparently, Costa had been staying with Louise while she was supported him through an ongoing mental health crisis. They were friends and met during 2017 in a psychiatric clinic. Costa allegedly intended to keep Louise's belongings and inheritance, the former of which he had already started moving into his mother mother's home, who aided him. The mother, who also is wanted in connection with the murder, currently remains at large. Costa has. Uh, Costa, who is currently in custody, alleges that he acted in self-defense. However, Costa and his mother allegedly spent two days in the house with the body of the actress before hiding her. Um, yeah, this is really horrible, really deep. I just wanted to, you know, say her name, get it out there, and, uh, you know, thank her for what she's done, even though she's not here anymore. Um, this is just, it's, a, a, you know, a really horrible, tragic situation. Yeah, she voiced Cortana from Halo, um, and she was also Marge in the Brazilian dubbed version of The Simpsons as well, so I'm pretty sure... Wow. Uh, Brazil is reeling right now. She sounds like a very prominent voice actor there. <clears throat> yeah, honestly. Um, and since we're talking about bad things, California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing, the department suing Activision, is putting pressure on Riot Games to inform its employees that they can speak to the DFEH about misconduct. They say that Riot has been uh, stalling. Um, so I know we talked about Ubisoft. We talked about um, Activision Blizzard. We talked a little bit about Riot, like I think how they had issues last year. Um and uh, Riot has delayed issuance for two months of notice to workers about their right to speak about sexual harassment and other unlawful workplace practices. Um, 
uh, and this is a part of this, it says alarmed by language and riot settlement and separation agreements that suggested employees could not voluntarily and candidly speak with the government about sexual harassment and other violations and obtain relief in the government's actions. DFEH promptly moved for relief from the court. The court ordered riot to issue the corrective notice. However, riot has delayed the process for two months. So basically this just means that, you know, the riot, uh, the riot team feels as if they cannot go forward uh, with this conversation and uh, the department is like hey you guys feel free to speak to us um, and it's crazy that this is something that is even happening the fact that actually it's not crazy it's something that unfortunately happens far too often um, I'm gonna move on from both of those sad stories unless anyone has anything to um, comment on that about I got nothing so Stranger Things mm-hmm. is, uh, the fans of Stranger Things are begging Netflix to renew their license for Dead by Daylight before it's removed very soon. Um, if not already removed by the time you listen to this, it's actually on sale now. So if you're listening to it, like when this comes out, you should probably buy it very, very soon because very soon all the Stranger Things uh, stuff is going to be going away from Dead by Daylight. Any thoughts on that one? What the fuck? I main Steve the Hare Harrington. This is what? Why? I thought, okay. So I saw a story that they were taking out the lab, but I didn't know they were going to take out the characters. Yeah. Well, I, so oh, I'm under geez. the assumption that you, you know what? Let me just read this. <clears throat> Uh, the loss of DLC is tied to the expiration of the license obtained to make this crossover happen, but fans are begging Netflix, the company that owns Stranger Things, to uh, renew the license before it's too late. The Dead by Daylight crew confirmed that Stranger Things content would be leaving this November in a recent blog post, including the full removal of the Netflix-inspired map. To compensate, however, the studio is heavily discounting content related to this particular DLC. That being said, any Netflix posts made on social media since the announcement have been plagued with fans respectfully begging Netflix to reconsider letting the license expire. A good example of this banding of Stranger Things fans can be seen on a recent post um, which says renew your contract with Dead by Daylight please <laughs> I, I have a quick question on, on this because I've only played Dead by Daylight like a handful of times I didn't even realize that there was a Stranger Things crossover I'm trying to get an idea of like how extensive this crossover is like is Demi Gorgon like a killer? Yeah, Demi Gorgon's like... a killer there's okay. a map and there's Steve and uh, God Nancy yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And they have okay. like really good perks. Oh God! If they take away Steve's perk, what am I gonna fucking do? If they take away Babysitter, oh. Anyway. <laughs> How do you play uh, the game anymore? So, so, so that's the other question I was gonna ask is like, if you already own it, you're not losing it, right? Yeah, I'm assuming. I'm under the I know, assumption. I know you said it's going away in November. I mean, like, that's what the article says. This is uh, from GameInformer.com, written by Leanna Rupert. Let me see if there's another one that I can pull up that's uh, a little more. Detailed. I mean, if they're heavily discounting it, it makes sense that it's probably leaving completely. Right. Yeah, so the Demogorgon's a killer. Like, uh, kind of last sick, chance actually. play before it goes away. Uh, kind of, maybe. I that is concerning. I feel like I should mm. play because I that was one of the best expansions in my opinion. I really liked it. All right, well, let's talk about, um, you know, we've talked about, I think, this before, but let's talk about licensing and um, the ability to just remove things from, you know, licensed products. How do you feel about that? Should we do something about it? Is there anything we can do about it? Um, you know, should there be, what do you feel like should happen here? I fucking hate it, man. Oh, <laughs> I man. hate it. You know how many games I have on my Steam wish list that I can't buy anymore because the licenses has been removed? It's one of the most annoying things in the world. Like, I understand, it, you know, there's a money side to it and a whole business legal part to it. But, like, 
if the game's out already, like for, I'll use an example. Not a lot of people know this game, but it, it's a Lord of the Rings game. It's called War in the North. It takes place at the same time as the Lord of the Rings movies, but it happens in the north part of the continent. And like, it was a very good game, in my opinion. And it, you know, it told a new story than we were used to for Lord of the Rings. And like, the game already came out. It, you know, the physical copies are out. So to me, like, I feel like you should leave the game on the store, but we can't do that anymore because the studio doesn't own it anymore. And they're like, well, we got to pull it from the Steam library so you can't buy it anymore. And it's like, it sucks. That's annoying. And then, yeah, it's annoying to me. (laughs) You could probably uh, check G2A for that. So, um... (laughs) Just saying. Sponsor us. Yes. Um, so uh, apparently, I just I just um, read up on it. It does say that if you've already purchased any of the Stranger Things content, it's yours to keep for as long as you continue to play Dead by Daylight. Um, okay. So you will be able to keep it. You just won't be able to uh, purchase it or play like mm. purchasing it going forward. Um, okay. So yeah, if you uh, everything's fifty percent off currently. So if you haven't gotten it by now, now's your last chance. It is. Um, it's been what two years? I think this said since uh, uh, two years. I believe it said since the content has been out. Um, so luckily, you'll still be able to to to, okay. to play them. You just that's gotta, reassuring. It just sucks for someone like me who hasn't jumped in for a while. <clears throat> now I gotta like, you know, pop up the game and you know play as soon as possible. Shall yeah. we move on? Yeah, yeah. Um, just one thing I'll just add real quick uh, regarding licensing. Licensing is a very slippery slope because like Gabe said, you know, it's all based on the whole business stuff. Like, you know, they say, hey, let's collab. And, you know, obviously these things expire if you don't own the thing. It, it could mean like some really cool stuff, like some really cool collabs, crossovers, what, what have you. But of course, you know, once that licensing ends, it becomes very difficult. I don't know if you guys have been up on it, but um, there's this campaign going on Twitter now called Free MVC2, where because you can't buy Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on like modern stores, and I don't know if you can even do it in like past stores or whatever, and people just want to play it. They, it's a it's a it's a well beloved game in the Marvel vs. Capcom series, or just you know Capcom fighting games in general, and people just want a way to like easily play it and you know play online with friends. And of course, that's a huge licensing thing. Capcom, of course, that's all their stuff. They have no problem. It's a matter of getting with Marvel, Disney. which and Disney, yeah, because Disney owns Disney Marvel and most issue. of those characters. So you know, it's it's not any it's gonna it's an uphill battle for sure. But uh, that's just how it is. It's I'm very mixed on licensing stuff. It's cool while it's going down, but if you want to come back to it, like, hey, I like that thing. A few years later, it's it's where it gets difficult. So, so yeah like that's a sorry like sorry i was gonna to continue on the licensing thing like i i like playing i'm one of the few not one of the few but i like playing you know those games that are based off movies and like we haven't had a lord of the rings game or a harry potter game there's another movie i was thinking about whatever any of those games are strictly based off the movies in years and it's because the licensing the the company that had them licensed you know no longer has them or no longer exists yeah. so it's like i feel like there should be a way like yeah we understand there's going to be there's going to be a certain time where a certain point in time where like you know the licensing is going to run out but there has like i feel like there should definitely start being like a way that like 
it's not necessarily a workaround, but it's an agreement between the companies and the, you know, and the, the, the titles that like, Hey, like, even though you can't make any more games, we will allow this game to remain up for digital sale because mm-hmm. the only other way to find it is through, you know, physical copies. And those usually go for, you know, a good amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I mean, that, that, that then becomes a comp. So, I agree with you. I think that's great. Like, I think that would be a great idea. But then that becomes a conversation on how much money people are making based off a license. And if we're allowing you to do this without, you know, um, profiting off the license, like who's making the money? Like, how are how am I making the money from mm-hmm. you selling my license game without you own, like without you paying for using that license? You know, like, yeah, I ain't getting shit. So I don't give a fuck about you and your people. Um, and that is what a business thinks, not Jarrell. I agree with Gabe. I think we should be able to do something like that. I do have one quick follow-up question to that. What do you guys think about <clears throat> movies and games that come out um, that are clearly done because the license is about to expire? Uh, like, do you know what I mean? Oh. Like, a great example, I think, mm. is Space Jam. You know, this new one because the the uh, I believe they were going to lose lose the uh, Looney Tunes license soon, and so they wanted to. Oh, really? To, uh, this is uh, this could I could be making all. This this up but um, I, I read somewhere that uh there was some some issue with the, the the licensing with that so they wanted to make a remake while they still had a chance but let's ignore that just in case i'm lying completely off out of my ass about that and just talk about situations in which you know games or movies or sequels or something are made um right before a license expires just to try to cash in on that do you think that that's okay then i'll give you an example of something that's not only that but also an effort to keep license just to say you have it. And that's that awful, awful Fantastic Four movie they did like only a few years ago where that was legit put out so they didn't lose the license. You know, the whole contract stipulates, you got to make a movie within this amount of time or you're going to lose the license. So they just put that out. It's very clear that that was a very soulless project watching it. And yeah, that's when people do that, when companies do that just to keep the thing, I think that's even worse because clearly you don't care but you don't want to lose it, so just put whatever else, put whatever out. Okay, what if they do care? What if, if they, they, if they okay, if they if they do they care, don't it's have great. Time to put out something good, but they gotta you know put something out to hold on to retain that license and talk renewal contracts and then try to do something better later on. What if it's all just like earlier thing? What if it's thing? I'm gonna be honest. The only times I've seen that is like Brandon said, the Fantastic Four thing. And a lot of the Spider-Man movies, especially with Andrew Garfield. Oh like, yeah, that, that they did that too. Like with that, with those it, movies, yeah. it, I don't think there's an excuse, especially if you're a company like Sony or Fox, that you don't have the time or the resources to make something good. Like, let's be honest, everyone has their own flavor of Spider-Man. Some people think Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man. Some people think Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. I don't know what people think about Andrew Garfield because some people some people really like him. I will say that. Well, they need to get checked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it, again, like you, we went from Toby Maguire, who was you know he gave, they gave us the adult Spider Man. Like it, you kind of you can kind of see that they kind of had a plan for Toby and Tom Holland. Toby sure. Maguire was the college student, the the senior high school college student Spider Man, the one that most people are kind of familiar with tom holland is the up and coming are you okay oh you're muted tom holland is you know the high school up and coming spider-man sure 
Andrew Garfield was what the what the fuck Spider Man. We they he they just threw as many villains as they wanted to in to not Tobey Maguire in um and God their names are so confusing. It's because they're all white. Um, <laughs> what was his name? Andrew Garfield. They just threw as many villains as they could at Andrew Garfield. It was like villain after villain, and I think the last and then oh yeah, and then they finally like you know they're gonna have that next movie. Um. Amazing Spider-Man three was it gonna be three or two? I don't remember. Two already came out. It was three, three so it's gonna were... be three. Yeah, so it's gonna be three. You know, they talked about having three, and then yeah, it they went from that, they said yeah, three it went apart from, two. <laughs> it went from here we're gonna have Amazing Spider-Man three. Woo! Here's the cast. Here's the more or less what's gonna happen, oh, and then man. it just kind of fell dead. And then Disney was like, "Yo." we'll pay you to let us make a Spider-Man movie because you guys clearly don't know what you're doing anymore. So it's like, again, I, I feel like big companies like Sony and Fox, when you have the rights to a lot of these, you know, big franchises, the excuse of not having the resources or the time to do it is not very... I don't know. All right, well, know. It's not... <clears throat> I am going to move on a little bit from this before we talk more shit about Spider-Man because it's not a Spider-Man podcast. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> It's my own fault. That's my, I own, that's my only example. I couldn't think I, of I, 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 Just to give the final thought on Spider-Man, I can't wait for Spider-Verse 2. It's going to be so good. So, um, yeah, like, do you guys sorry, remember when we played Outriders? Mm -hmm. Did we play Outriders? Alone. <laughs> that five minutes, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't there for that five minutes because I couldn't get the Squareness account to work. I mean, I you remember Kelly and I yeah. played. Yes. Yeah. So, well, yes. Outriders I remember developer. when you two played. <laughs> Outriders developer uh, People Can Fly says it doesn't know how many copies of the game is sold and hasn't earned any royalties from the game, suggesting that it hasn't yet been profitable, profitable for publisher Square Enix. Announced on the developer investor's website, People Can Fly explained that the agreement with Square Enix meant it would receive any royalties for the game's first quarter on sale by August 16, 2021. No mm -hmm. funds were transferred, which People Can Fly suggests means that, according to the publisher, the revenues for the sale of the game are lower than the total cost of production, including quality assurance, distribution, and promotion. To explain essentially what that means is that they're supposed to get paid royalties from what the game made, uh, but they haven't got paid shit. So their assumption is that they haven't broken even yet based off of you know everything that I mentioned, promotion, distribution, QA, production, et cetera, because they haven't gotten paid any money. So mm -hmm. they also don't know how many copies of this game has been sold. Um, and I'll actually go on to continue reading this. Uh, where is it? According to the publisher, oh, I read that already. People can fly. Executive Sebastian, um, not going to attempt his last name. I am. What you? Wojciechowski, I'm so sorry, added that the company had no firm data for copies sold. We don't have any sales figures for Outriders. We estimated at between two and three million units and assumed that this was a result that would ensure profitability for this project in the first quarter of sales. The lack of payment by the publisher probably means that, according to Square Enix, this is not the case. Okay, so that is an article from IGN.com written by Joe Scrabbles. How do you guys, how, like, how do you take this information? Like, the fact that you, like, imagine you made a game, right? And you have absolutely no idea how many copies it sold because your publisher, Square yeah. Enix, hasn't told you. And then they tell you you're going to get paid once it breaks even and whatever is profitable, you'll, you'll gain revenue. And you haven't gained revenue for first quarter. So your assumption is that your game didn't sell well. Like, what do you even do in this moment? How do you feel? Isn't like, it, what happens? Isn't it on Game Pass? Yes, it is. So mm -hmm. I don't feel like copies sold at all. I mean, two or three million, I think 
I don't know. I I feel like I forgot about that game literally as soon as I turned it off after we played one time. I was like, okay, it's bye. Crazy. Never going to see you again. You know, I don't like, is anyone still playing it? Like, is it still Apparently popular? Not. Like, the thing that I feel really was... bad that they're not getting paid, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know what to say. So, the, to add on to what you're saying, I don't know if this is going to, if you have more to say about this, but the thing that blows my mind is that I remember specifically we had a conversation on this podcast about how had like it was the most concurrent players on steam or something when it first came out like i specifically remember having a conversation along the lines of a lot of people playing this game on steam when it released and we also talked about it being a um a live service game but it's not a live service game because it's not gonna have updates but that it felt like it was so it had an end goal right so it's not like mm-hmm. this is a game that's going to continue that people have to keep you know coming back to and playing for it is a it has a beginning, middle, and end. So it's not like a game that, you know, is going to retain its player base, I'm assuming. Like, once you're done, unless you're going to keep doing the same stuff over and over, or unless they've actually done the update, then you're going to do the same thing. So this is so strange to me because so many people were playing on Steam at its release. Um, I don't know if you wanted to add on that, Kelly, or if you were, or if you were done, but I just wanted to add that I remembered specifically that moment. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were playing in the beginning, and I think it just burned out. I, I think that it's one of those games, like, I go by pop, I, I go game popularity by viewers on streaming platforms, because that's just, I think, a pretty good, like, games that I'm playing is what I watch. I think a lot of people are kind of like that, like, I, I never watched a Final Fantasy fourteen stream before in my life, and now, if I'm turning on a stream, it's to watch that game, because I'm playing it, and, like, the game like Outriders, like I feel like every streamer that I followed was like Outriders, Outriders, we're all playing Outriders, it's so much fun. Then just randomly something else came out or whatever, and then like nobody was playing it. And now like I just looked at the viewers, it's like less than four hundred on Twitch. Like, less than four, <laughs> less than four hundred. And the same thing with I just want to mention that game Valheim, like so huge 250,000 followers of like that um category on twitch there's like 800 viewers like games just go big and then burn the fuck out and i feel like that's what happened with outriders i feel like they should have probably made some money by now but i have no idea how that works i don't know what the fuck was in their contract like I feel like that's got to be a really shitty feeling though q1 and you did not even get a check yet you don't even know how many it's sold like Like, i I wonder how the game pass thing is working with them so actually i was going to add here um, that the executives uh suggest that a lack of profitability could be caused by the publisher including distribution partnerships the game was launched into game pass for example or that square enix spent more than expected on releasing the game it wouldn't be a unique situation for square enix last year the publisher announced that uh, marvel's avengers had failed to recoup its development costs a few months after launch um and he also goes on to say that um the game was still being worked on. People can fly expects more promotional work from Square Enix and that the sales tale of the Outriders game is ahead of us. As a result, the company expects royalties to begin later this year. Uh, and they, uh, this article at IGN has contacted uh, Square Enix for comment, but there is not one uh, currently. Um, so I, I think it's also what you said, right? Like it, it depends on how much money Square has used to promote this game. And it was everywhere. Like I everywhere. saw Outriders commercials all over the place so that means they've spent a shit ton of money so they still gotta you know recoup all of that before they can even start paying the people yes Gabe sorry so 
I don't want to brag or anything, but I do remember when we were talking about Outriders coming and we were talking about PSN uh, free uh, PSN plus games of the month versus Xbox Game Pass. And I was getting a lot of flack for saying that I don't think that Xbox Game Pass is going to help Outriders popularity or its success. I'm not saying I'm right because, again, like Kelly said and like you've been saying, Jarrell, Square isn't telling um, these guys what's going on with the game or, you know, any statistics. But I'm just saying we should no longer base off a game's success, whether it's going to Game Pass or not, because clearly it doesn't help as much as you think. That's all I wanted to say, because I remember getting heat for that one. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't really. Million players in the beginning. I just don't really remember us saying that Game Pass would help it be successful. I, I think that we are more saying that if it comes to Game Pass, that helps Game Pass be successful. Like, I thought it was about Game Pass being good, not I will find the, game. the clip, screen record okay. it, and send it to you guys. All right. Well, the, the big point here, actually, is that, like I mentioned, there were 3.5 million players. It passed 3.5 million players, right? But if those players are on Game Pass, um, yeah. it doesn't matter that yeah. the past 3.5 million, those developers are not getting paid. And that is essentially, I mean, once again, we don't know how much Game Pass, you know, paid to have this game on Game Pass, right? Like, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm assuming they didn't pay enough to to get, you know, to pay for marketing and promotion and everything else, because if they did, then everything in sales would be going to the developers. But clearly they didn't pay enough. Square might have overpaid because they had a lot of, you know, faith in this brand new IP that they thought was going to be really great. It got really, really, you know, decent reviews, uh, seven, eights, and I think maybe a nine, but it was around the seven and eight uh, area. It had 3.5 million players and Game Pass, I'm assuming a lot of people played it on Game Pass because people weren't willing to go spend 70 bucks on a brand new IP um, that from a developer that they didn't really know. Uh, and so when you don't make that money, you don't make that money. Um, yeah, I'm going to move on unless you guys well, are... well, well, I have one more thing. I think another thing that went into the game clearly not doing as well as they thought it would is it, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't the developers in the beginning say, like, we don't have any planned updates for the game? Like, because you were saying about it's not a live service, but it looks like it was working like one. And developers said, like, if there's enough interest, we'll start planning the updates and whatnot. And it's like, I feel like if I was a player and I heard that, I was like, well, I don't want to risk putting all the time into it if you ultimately don't put more things into the game. So, like, I feel like that's another reason why it kind of, like, fell off and people stopped playing is because, like, there was no 100% guarantee that we're going to get more content in the game. I mean, that's a very fair point because I thought yeah. that that game was going to be a game that, like Destiny, would continue. So when I found out that it didn't, I was like, oh, yeah. that is interesting. <laughs> like, because it seems like the type of game is going to continue. Like, it's meant to be played that way based on just, you know, games that we play over and over. Um, yeah. So can we talk about Among Us? Among Us. Anyway, Among Us developers are reacting to Fortnite's new imposters mode. Sorry about that, everyone. I, my, I got disconnected. I had to uh, start a call again. Uh, so Fortnite launches new mode, uh, game mode, Imposters, this week, which features players working together to discover just who the saboteurs are in their team. Uh, if the eight agents can complete all their assignments or eject two imposters before they cause too much disruption, they win the round. If the idea sounds sus, then that's because the new mode sounds familiar to indie hit Among Us. 
Individual members from the Among Us developers Intersoft took to Twitter to discuss Fortnite's imposter mode and how Epic appears to have pinched more than just a few non-patented game ideas for its take on the genre. Um, this is from Victoria Tran. It would have been really, really cool to collab uh, like game mechanics, fine, those shouldn't be gatekept, but at the very least, even different themes or terminology make things more interesting. She is the uh, Intersoft community director. Um, we also have programmer Gary Porter, who pointed out some suspicious similarities between Fortnite's loop control facility and the scaled map in Among Us, um, in which he says, it's okay that they flipped electrical and medbay and um, it's okay they flipped electrical and medbay and connected security to the cafeteria. He's obviously being sarcastic when he talks about how the Fortnite map is almost exactly the same. Oh, man. Um, so, I this is that blatant. Yeah. Uh, as for Epic, this isn't the first time that it has been accused of copyright infringement. Lawsuits were filed against the company by Backpack Kid and Alfonso Ribeiro, although those were eventually dropped. Fortnite itself seemed to be influenced by PUBG's success in the Battle Royale genre when it first launched and even saw developers sue Epic over the similarities. Um, so tight little wrap up here the developers and community managers at among us are kind of just like yeah it's kind of not cool that you guys did this like at least change it up a little bit it's kind of one of those situations where you copy the homework on this exactly the same and they're like fuck mm. you could have changed it just a bit so it wouldn't be so fucking blatantly obvious mm -hmm. epic um but I mean, Victoria Tran also does mention these things should not be gatekept. So she understands that there are certain things that shouldn't be gatekept. But when it is so blatant, I'm assuming it is very disappointing. And, you know, we talked about this a little bit, but I am going to say that I think it's very disappointing when big companies do this to indie companies, because as she mentioned, Among Us would have been more than happy to collab with them, just like Fortnite has been collabing with everybody and their fucking mom, like ever. Like we could have mm. had a cool crossover with, you know. Some, you really could have. What are the thingies called? The the little i don't know if they have names like little space from among us but they yes we could have like some cool fortnite crossover imposter among us thing and that could have been like a, a, a dope collab they have enough money and of course they are the company that's suing apple because they're all about supporting indie developers so there's that anyway how we feeling yeah, it's 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 like you just said. Like you just offered the possibility of if they had this an official collab, that would have been an awesome feel good story. Instead, this is kind of a feel bad story. If I'm being perfectly frank, again, there's no this there's nothing legally wrong. Epic did because the the, the feature wasn't patented. Like the game itself, like its core design was not patented, so it's not legally wrong. It's just kind of ethically wrong. It's just because it's like like the whole thing of like um. Among Us, you know, it's just like this indie game that just pop, burst into popularity last year because everyone was stuck at home and, you know, was enjoying the success as a result of that. And then Fortnite, you know, being the big titan as it is, just, you know, saw the dollar signs, saw this game's really popular and said, eh, let's just add this mode. Nothing's, nothing's really wrong. We can just do it. We can just do it. And they, you know, the average person is not going to care that this is like taken from Among Us. They play Fortnite already. Now they find out they can play some among us in their Fortnite, they can it's 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 like walmart it's like oh it's a one-stop shopping it's just like I, I i guess i don't need to play among us anymore i guess i can just play Fortnite to get all my uh popular gaming needs i suppose so it's just like fucking, and you what, can play what, what, with anyone too so exactly yeah you still have the Fortnite. option of all 
exactly. That's the one of, and that's unfortunately and fortunately at the same time, the advantage of this being a Fortnite that you have all these characters there. Like you can just have like, I don't know, the Mandalorian just like sneak up on Gaio and assassinate him because he's While the While Superman watches. While Superman just sits there and watch like. And, and more, more, Rick from Rick and Morty is in the corner and Ariana Grande is holding a freaking SMG. Like, come on, it's anything yeah. happens, anything goes. Yeah. Like, if, like again, if it was just a, if it was an official collab, this would have been the dopest thing ever. Honestly, I'm not even gonna front. But like the fact that they just kind of did is like again, they can get away with it, but it's just like eh, it just feels icky. Kelly Gabe, um, I just want to say that I just found this game called Unfortunate Spacemen that came out before Among Us. That is just a game about betrayal and shape-shifting murder in space so yeah to act like okay yeah all right if they did the layout of the whatever but like a game about betrayal i mean there's all kinds of these impossible yeah this 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 concept is a new concept there's mafia werewolf yeah Yeah, there's all kinds of secret neighbor there's like all Mm -hmm. these games that are really similar but like there's even a game that came out a year before among us that's literally in space so among us was super popular i believe that you know maybe fortnite did take some things and i don't i'm not like on fortnite side i'm just saying like to act like a space imposter game like you just came up totally with that concept like that's a little bit far-fetched um it would have been cool to see a collab i'm not gonna play fortnite anyways but um i i, I do think it would have been like a pretty cool collab i mean I because you know how like there's the memes of Among Us and they're like the realistic spacesuits. Like I think that would be so cute in Fortnite. How it would have looked, how the Among the Among Us spacemen would have translated Fortnite. That would have been dope. I know it would have been really dope. I I think that um, that would have just been something cool to see. But at the same time, like I said, I don't think that like Among Us. I mean, it really caught on popularity. That's great, but they didn't like invent this idea. Well, yeah. I don't think that they're saying they invented it, right? Like, yeah. they're they're actually just saying it's way too close to what we've done. They're not, yeah. the, I mean, Victoria Chan specifically said, you know, we can't gatekeep this. It's not like mm-hmm. we, you know, we didn't make this. We can't gatekeep these things. This isn't something that only Fortnite does. What she is saying is that the terminology is specific to Fortnite, right? Like, the fact mm-hmm. that we're all going on about imposters and sus, that is all specific to Fortnite. The map is specific to Fortnite. So to take the terminology, use it in your game, and then also like change a few things and use the almost the same exact map, I think is the big issue here. That's where the collab comes from, not from like, oh, we are among us, like how dare you take this from us because we're the only ones who invented this. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's a fair point. And I would have agreed with you had she not mentioned specifically that we cannot gatekeep these things. Mm-hmm. Gabe, did you want to add before I move on? Nah, because I'm gonna be very mean. Oh, okay. You can if you'd like to. Nah, because this is like it wouldn't even be directed towards like Kelly Tran or the rest of the Among Us crew. It'd be towards the people bitching about it on Twitter. Okay, well, uh Dusty 2 has an anti-cheat system that's coming next season. It's coming know. now. Yeah, okay. I'm like, when did that game come out? The game's like, been out for years. <laughs> Five years ago. 
and yeah. you're coming out with it now you guys they're working hard the game already died and was yeah. halfway resurrected and now they're coming back yeah them. the fact that they're done with adding any type of content to the game and now they're putting the anti-cheat system i mean but to be fair though a lot of games are now implementing anti-cheat systems um if i remember even though we don't want to speak about them uh call of duty um just they just finished saying they were going to start implementing it and i mean call of duty's had the resources to do that for years and it's not like cheating's a whole new thing in call of duty like everyone knows that your lobby eight out of ten times is going to have a fucking hacker running around teabagging you like oh my gosh look i shot you because you can't kill me yeah fuck off um so like but at the same time i definitely feel like for this to come after you've updated your games content all the way just let the game go i mean destiny, oh my god look look, look, look destiny, people are still playing that's not no, 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 yeah, yeah, i'm not i'm not saying away. i'm not saying they're not but like at the same time like there's so many things in destiny that even if you weren't cheating make the game extremely frustrating to play online so it's like just let people have fun let them get loose you know Fuck it, dude. For <laughs> Destiny Let the Three, play for Destiny the Three, this man said Chaos Rain. <laughs> there, I know there's a what they should do, uh, at least for Destiny. I'm pretty. I can't remember what game it is, and I don't know if it's happened here or not. But I remember there's a game that said they were just gonna make like an all cheaters lobby. If that was the case, just do that. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. If you're gonna cheat, cheat against other cheaters. Fuck it. I want to see, I want to see a stream of someone just, just to the all cheaters lobby. I don't know if it's Destiny. I would 2, totally watch that. Whatever whatever game has what game is describing, I want to see streams of just like the all cheat lobby. What kind of bullshit are those people are doing? I want to see. It's so fascinating to see how how people are able to cheat. Like people are just amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm not I I'm not condoning cheating, yeah. right? But um, it's pretty fun to watch. Like the fact that you suck so much, you gotta cheat. Sorry. I mean, speaking of cheating, let's talk about, uh, uh, wow, that was not what I meant to say. Speaking of bad things. <laughs> oh, no. Don't listen to this podcast if you've oh, ever dated me. Speaking of cheating, um, let's speaking... talk about Bill Clinton. Sorry. Oh, I was I was talking about my own personal life, but we can talk about him. Um, oh. So speaking of, uh, I haven't, I've never cheated. I'm sorry. I'm never cheating. Okay. Whore. <laughs> oh my god so instagram i mean not instagram twitch 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 is bad <laughs> which is bad like, that's not a shocker no uh so um twitch 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 there's been an issue with black and brown content creators continuously having to deal with hate raids um it's something we talked about last week it's something that we're talking about again this week specifically because um uh, uh gabe brought to my attention a post that said uh instagram can catch and label images that mention COVID or vaccines in them but twitch can't stop accounts with literal swastikas in their pro- profile pictures um tell me something isn't a priority without telling me some telling me something isn't a priority um does anyone want to touch on this before i move on he's not wrong i love <laughs> i know because i remember who sent it and he worked at twitch before so I definitely feel like he gets to say something else, something like this without being like, oh, but you don't know what goes on in there. He does. Um, and actually, at the same time, when the um, the Activision Blizzard stuff started coming out, he also had some things to say about, you know, the 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 environment that a lot of places he worked at. And one of the places he called out was Twitch. It, it he he you know, he went on to say that 
in the Slack meetings that they had, you know, a lot of the times when his ideas for pushing small creators, you know, small creators up, it would get shot down. So it's like, that makes sense. Um, so, you know, clearly he's hitting something on the nail there. Is that the saying? Yeah, whatever, something like that. Um, but you know, clearly, it, it you know it brings a light. You know, he's not wrong. Like, it definitely doesn't seem like it's a priority for Twitch to spend that many resources and time zeroing in on racist and you know harmful accounts. Because I don't think at this point in you know of our of our lives, this point of the world, you you know you're not going to see a swastika on you know, on social media, on Twitch and be like, that guy's probably a good person. Like he's not going to do anything wrong, especially if it, you know, it was a count that was created two minutes before it started harassing somebody. So mm -hmm. honestly, I just think the worst part about this is the whole, like, uh, like when February comes around, it's going to be like, oh, we love black people. Let's put them on yeah. the page. Like we love them so much. It's what, August? Yeah. Six months later, and we can't even stream. <laughs> like, this is crazy. It's such performative bullshit. And, like, this is, this is just evidence of that. Um, uh, so, I only have two more things on the docket. One is OnlyFans and then Pokemon. No, they're not going together. Don't think about it like that, you bad people. <laughs> um, but Damn. we do talk entertainment here. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, OnlyFans is removing uh, 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 any type of um, explicit content. Videos. Videos. Excuse me. Thank you. I was uh, there. I don't even need to read the article. They got you. Explicit videos. So you can still post photos. Explicit so, photos. Like, we um, really keep up with OnlyFans. I mean, you guys are like, it's videos, Javel. It's not everything. <laughs> They're gonna, I'm still going to be able to look at pictures and hear things, but I won't be able to, you know, see those pictures move and hear them at the same time because it's not videos. Uh, anyway, um, the reason I bring this up is because. What? Uh, <laughs> Okay, so whatever. The reason I bring this up is because I want to talk about business practice models when it comes to, you know, video games. Uh, so one of the reasons that's being touted around as OnlyFans doing this is because they want to appeal to uh, bigger, bigger investors and they don't want to deal with uh, uh, sexually explicit stuff, even though we all kind of know that OnlyFans is what it is because of sex workers. Like it, it is almost synonymous with sex work at this point. So uh, I want to look at it from a video games perspective. Of course, you can talk about this OnlyFans situation if you'd like, but I want to look at it from a video games perspective and you know think about a publisher uh, telling a developer, like imagine that you've uh, grown this company, you've developed it for for this, and this is what you want to put out. And then the publisher is like, mm, we want to you know be able to reach a wider audience, and you know we're gonna have to, let's take Dead by Daylight, for example. And, uh, you know, whoever published it is just like, yeah, so we're going to have to take out all the really, really scary stuff because we want to reach a wider audience and have more kids um, play the game, even though we know that the game is built on scary stuff. Like, how do you guys feel about this situation in general? If it happened to a video game company, tell me how would you feel if it did happen to your favorite video game company? If you have any comments on this, let me know. It's kind of... It's kind of slimy to the to, to think that you know it's exactly as you said that OnlyFans you could like like to be perfectly clear 
Um, obviously, pornographic content was what OnlyFans was most well known for, but it most definitely was not the only thing you could put on there. You could put art picture you could put like art pictures like if you're like an artist you could like put your pictures on there or a photographer you can do that anything that you felt is like marketable to people that you think you could sell it could be go on only fans it just was most notable for having the pornograph that's what really sold it um and like you said because it's like uh it's now people are looking at it because it's gotten so big they want to throw all that away it's 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 like the equivalent of a friend helping you get like this really good job and then you become so big. It's like oh, I don't know them. I'm, I'm, I, I, I. It's like that's what this is. That's what this is. Just like you, you reach to the top and you forget the little people along the way that helped you get there, and it sucks. I mean, the, a lot of, obviously it's gonna affect a lot of people, but I, but even going beyond that, it's just like I don't know. I, again, OnlyFans. There's other stuff on OnlyFans besides pornographic content. But I don't think that the, the main thing <laughs> that made it the, that made it so big suddenly going is gonna help it at all. Like it seems like it seems like a business suicide mission. Yeah, but, I think. So, yes, the only thing I have to say about this is OnlyFans. Please look at what happened to Tumblr when they removed porn. Okay, yeah. remember yeah. that. That's all I have to say. Go ahead. No, but seriously though, OnlyFans removing that, it's just like, okay, you're not gonna get investors if you don't have creators on your platform. So if you upset the creators on your platform and they leave and go other places, I've already seen the like other companies like circling like vultures. Like you can post it on you can post it here, like yes, Fansly, same, same. Fan House, like fans. a bunch of them. Yep. Yeah. Like they have fucking even patreon can you post adult content on there i think you can do it on a lot of other sites and they're like kind of like oh come to us like we'll take your adult content like your creators are just going to leave in droves so good luck getting investors with no one on your platform and it's become so synonymous with sex work that like investors it's gonna i feel like it's gonna be the same yeah. pool of people that are going to invest because they're yeah. like uh only fans like if you say OnlyFans, people think nudie pictures. Like mm -hmm. that's what you it think is. of now. Cheers. Um, like, like how do like you distance yourself from that? You can't yeah. distance yourself. Just embrace it at this point. You know. Yeah, I saw something. It was talking about like, oh yeah, like now OnlyFans, only videos you're gonna be seeing is like people baking bread or like making like a gingerbread cookie house or something i was like i can just go on youtube for that like there's no one to me there's no one i'm not gonna say stupid enough that's me there's no one like i don't know i just feel like if i'm, I'm looking say... for a recipe yeah if i'm looking yeah. for a recipe or i'm looking how to do something i'll just fire up youtube i can't fire up youtube to look at a butt i mean i probably can but the video's gonna be there for like five minutes at most before it gets removed <laughs> Yeah. So like, huh? That's all the time you need, right? Wait to bake something. What are we no, talking? About? Don't to see yes, a butt. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna, why you're baking something. I'm gonna be honest. What I did feel because <laughs> I mean, technically, you're you know, buns, butt, buns, but right, I'm um, done with this podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, no, I quit. <laughs> oh, come on, that was good. Um. But like, I, because you know, you wanted to connect it to video games. I did feel when Epic Games bought out Mediatonic, I felt like something similar was gonna happen, and I felt like Fall Guys was gonna, because Fall Guys is the only Mediatonic game I play. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely felt like Fall Guys was going to start like doing weird, I don't know, Fortnite type shit. Um, <laughs> so like I, that's that's the only connection I can make to it. I can't. I don't. I guess like I guess like if Nintendo <laughs> told. If Nintendo told Nintendo, "Hey, you know, Legend of Zelda is no longer <laughs> Legend of Zelda is no longer going to be a free roam open world game. It's going to be a tactical RPG." I don't know. I can't really connect it to video games outside of the media tonic and I also develop Zelda games. Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> That's they why develop, oh, they, are you sure they yeah. they don't develop every Nintendo. They don't develop no. every Zelda. No. Well, I, no, I not every game, but the them. main the mainline ones they developed yeah. the mainline ones. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, Nintendo tells Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo okay. tells Nintendo. <laughs> like, like <laughs> but like, because I mean, I couldn't, That's I so wouldn't funny. be able to use Koei Tecmo because they're the only they, you know, they made the Warrior games. I can't actually know. Yeah, if you know, Nintendo told Koei Tecmo for the next Hyrule Warriors game, hey, this isn't going to be a Warrior type game. This is going <laughs> to be like, a Zelda type game. <laughs> yeah, what the would you hire me then you fucking exactly. idiot like, so, we're yeah, good at this yeah yeah okay. this is what we like this is what we do this is what you know we do mm-hmm. this is what we excel at why would you hire us <laughs> to tell us to do something we don't do so yeah, yeah like if yeah i'm done Bread because we got the money nintendo telling nintendo <laughs> so we got the money we got the big investors so do what we say take this but, money. Oh, but in that case so nintendo already has the big investors of money only fans doesn't apparently since they want to move away from that but it's so crazy because so many people were using OnlyFans during the pandemic and it's become a you know a lifestyle, a job, a, a full-time yeah. job. Um, like Twitch. See, right? People have already getting, literally buying houses and shit. From yeah, it. yeah. Uh, buying houses on OnlyFans. Yeah. I, 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 like, I hope shit, they, I, I should do it. I hope though enough of those people retired already. <laughs> My time has come and gone, unfortunately. I mean, you have until October. You got a month and a half. I don't have enough to, time to make content by October. That, that, could get you some, that could get you some money, though, in the two months. I'm Let just... me tell you something. Anybody who wants to... All right, so Pokemon Company recently <laughs> did Pokemon Presents, and I'm going to tell you guys everything that was mentioned, and then we can talk about it a little bit, and it's going to start yeah. with uh, mobile devices on September 22nd um, are going to be getting Pokemon Unite, which is going to be cross-play with, Nintendo Switch, with the uh, Nintendo Switch version. The free-to-play puzzle game Pokemon Cafe Mix is getting a revamp. It will soon be called Pokemon Cafe Remix. I like that name. Sorry. Yeah, you know, you said it right. Okay, so it used to be called Pokemon Cafe Mix. Now it's oh, Pokemon Cafe Remix. <laughs> I like it. It's corny, I'm but I like so it. Happy. Uh, refresh puzzles, new elements, new Pokemon and dress up options, etc. On August mm-hmm. 20th, Pokemon Go is getting Pokemon's first discovered in the Galar region, um, which are including Wulu and Wooloo! Um, Phalanx and. Um, here comes the Wulu plush. Wulu, Phalanx, and another one that I cannot remember because I didn't care about it. Um, it's Squavit, Wulu, and Phalanx, I believe. Squavit, that little ugly ass, big cheeked ass squirrel shit that evolves into that ugly big cheeked ass squirrel shit. Squirrel shit. I was very disappointed when I saw the evolution, if you cannot tell. Um, also, <clears throat> we got a new look at Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, both coming November 19th on Nintendo Switch. There's also a releasing Friday, November 5th, a Brilliant Diamond and Pearl themed Nintendo Switch Lite, um, which is based on the previous Nintendo uh, uh, DS that was released in that theme. What the fuck is happening to Wooloo? 
It's rolling off He's the rolling screen. Away. Oh, okay. I was very concerned. <laughs> uh, and of course, we also got another look at Pokemon Legends Arceus, um, which is coming on uh, January 28th, 2022 to Nintendo Switch. And uh, the Pokemon company also confirmed that Pokemon Home will support Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl and Legends Arceus in uh, Arceus, Arceus, whatever, in 2022. Um, they also mentioned that there will be no competitive play in Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, or Pokemon Arceus. If you want to keep playing competitive, you will have to continue to play uh, Sword and Shield. And that was everything announced during the Pokemon presentation. Um, any thoughts? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I will also mention just a little addendum to what you're saying. In Unite, in addition to the mobile announcement, they also announced that coming soon to the game is going to be uh, Mamoswine and Sylveon. Mm. Um this article, thank you for reminding me, this article is titled Everything Announced During Pokemon Presents uh, by Wesley Yin Poole, who forgot to mention that. So he did not write everything that was announced. Call him out. Call him out. <laughs> I will oh, never get a job at Eurogamer now. Oh, man. It's, 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 getting, it's getting rough out here. Yeah, no, Mammal Swine's cool. Sylveon is adorable. I love Sylveon. Um, that's all I got to say about Unite. I, I still play. I'm trying to get the Captain Cinderace. Um... The the Wulu coming to Go is not Go Go has become this game where like I don't really play it that much, but every now and then I'll be like, ah, let's see what's around me. And it's always something new because I always I check in like every few months. So like anytime I go in, I catch something new. So it's like, hey, if you if you don't care about collecting them all, then it's 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 I it's it's fun in that regard. What's up? I just noticed that you were wearing a Team Rocket outfit. Yes, sir. I was ready for to talk about Pokemon present stuff. I love it. You're yeah. so cool. Look at the rest of us being lame. Being lame. Like, I'm putting the poo on my shirt. <laughs> the fuck? I literally <laughs> just wanted to see their reactions. It's like, what? Oh, You're wearing man. a brand new dress, Darrell. Okay? Is that I'm good it. enough I'm... for you? No. And it's, and it's cute. The dress is I'm cute. I, 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 love, I love your dress. It's actually really cute. And I thought it was a top. I didn't know it was a dress. You have to show me the whole thing after. And Gabe, I love Winnie the Pooh. You guys are adorable. Everybody looks so good. And I'm not even wearing clothes. Look at that. If you were watching the podcast, you'd see me naked. Just kidding. You wouldn't. Um, but you can find me naked on my OnlyFans at uh, OnlyFans.com slash HBCritical hyphen JitRel. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're making this real? All right, cool. Anyway, continuing on. Uh, really Diamond Shining Pearl. Uh, yeah, it's really cool about that Onyx Switch Lite. I think it's very appropriate. They had that DS Lite that looked had the Onyx pattern. Game looks a lot better. I mean, I knew it was going to. That I'm sorry, what game looks better? Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. The original version looked a tad rough, but this is looking a lot better now in these uh, new, 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 new video. Pokemon right. Follow You again. Thank you. I are love it. I love. Are you saying the original trailers or the original game? The original trailer. Oh, uh, okay. For Brilliant Diamond Shining was, Pearl. Yeah, no. Yeah, because Joe was like, "You're fucking wrong." <laughs> no, I, I literally was very. I didn't play the original game, so I was like. Does he mean the game? Does he mean the trailer? Like they look the same to me. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They look the same. They all just look like chibi little bullshits running around. Like I don't know what's going on. I don't know if the chibi versions have changed that much to me. If I'm being perfectly honest, it's more like the environments and like the sprites and whatnot. Uh, I didn't pay that much attention actually, so I would have to take yeah. their word for it. Yeah, it's, it's just a, it's just like little improvements enough that it's 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 noticeable. How y'all be seeing like... that stuff? What? How y'all be seeing that stuff? Like, how do you see the differences? Uh, I mean, a lot of people just post like comparison photos. <laughs> 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 
Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, Mark. how do you know? Because I know, like, when I'm really interested in something, I will literally be like, that shit looks different. Somebody worked on it. Like, but like with this, what are you asking? I didn't see any. No, because this I didn't see anything. I'm interested in Pokemon and I'm just like, this looked like the same chibi bullshit. Like I noticed nothing at all. I guess I was tired. I did come from work. It was 9 a.m. Never mind. Go ahead. It's a, it's an early, it was an early ass showing. But yeah, it's it, it is looking better. I like the the game. It's it, it really is not like a huge amount of improvements compared to the original. It's mostly the same. Like it's it's faithful. They did say it was going to be faithful, and it's very true to that. But they did add a few new stuff, like the Pokemon following you, um, the new underground area where you can just like meet new Pokemon and stuff like that. There's there's a few new things. Honestly, I'm excited for it because uh, I don't know how many people know this about me. Like a, a lot of people know that I like Pokemon, obviously, but like as far as Gen Four, that's a gem that I don't want to say I skipped because I didn't, but I didn't get too heavy into it. I kept up with the anime, but I never finished Pearl or Platinum, the two Gen Four games that I had bought. So this is Pearl kind of my redemption. Platinum. Yeah, so this is my uh, redemption. I want to actually like finish this game this time. <laughs> and uh, and Legends Arceus hype. I'm like I'm, I'm like happy about the new tra- trailer. It looks really cool. It's more Monster Hunter than I thought it was going to uh, going to be. Like straight up, you're in a base camp and you're going like on these expeditions to catch the Pokemon. They can freaking kill you if you're not careful. That's great. It has the Final Fantasy X like battle system where they have like the turns on the, like the right side of the screen. I think that's a, I think that's a neat little addition. Um, yeah, no, it just looks a lot better. I'm so freaking hyped for Basket Legion. I had a Basket in my Black version championship team, and, and my my pal is finally evolving. I'm just Darrell, What the hell is going on? I'm like talking, and like you're cracking up every second. Like what's, what's happening? that are funny to me. What am I saying? Right. You said I had a masculine in my black version, and I was like, that sounds so weird. It's like okay. you're talking about like you had a black friend who played basketball. Like, what the fuck is going on? Right. I'm sorry, it's me. I am Basque- a problem. I Basque- Legion is cool. He's definitely gonna be on the team. I'm done. Both it games was also, dope. did you see like people that were making fun of that trailer because of um the the like smooth jazz, but then the voiceover is like it just is the spirits of all the dead fish that didn't make it upstream. I'm like, what the oh fuck? yeah, oh yeah, the the, the dissonance there was hilarious. I'm so, I'm about it. It's po- it's it's a it's it's one of those creepy Pokedex entries just spoken out loud <laughs> with, with completely inappropriate music. And it's, you know, so what are you gonna do? That's really just cool. I'm so sorry. That's just really funny. Go on. And then I'm I was done. also thinking about uh like the memes that I've seen of like people getting beat up by Pokemon. Like yeah, they put, I know. And they put the wasted font over it. <laughs> I haven't before. seen that, but that's appropriate. I posted it. Yeah, he posted it in the Slack thing. You laughed? Didn't you laugh at it? I feel like you laughed at it. I didn't see. I didn't. I I saw one of them. I didn't see the wasted thing. Dude, it was so. He was running, and he got. uh, He got. She got electrocuted, and like as soon as she fell down, it was like wasted. (laughs) Damn. Anyway, so you're the. I think you're probably the only person here who actually played Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Oh, the original. I'm sorry, the original. But I. But did. But I didn't finish it. So. Oh, did you take it? Well, I played per. I played a uh, platinum. I didn't play the two, but platinum is the it's cover. The, that's it's the, the one the that has version. the little like centipede looking like one. What's that movie called? What? I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember a lot about platinum because I hated that game. Human I, centipede. I oh, sir. Hello. Human this centipede? is a family friendly. Yeah, podcast. that one that has the, the, the Pokemon that, that looks like the human centipede. 
And that one. We're going to have to look that one up later. Oh, oh, Giratina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Giratina is like, yeah, it kind of looks like a centipede, I guess. Kind of. (laughs) Go on. Uh, Anyway. uh, I mean, I guess I'm going to talk about it now. (laughs) Uh, But I didn't follow the human centipede. (laughs) (laughs) That's hard to beat there. Uh, I kind of woke up late. That day, so I like I got I only saw the ending of the brilliant diamond, brilliant diamond, shining pearl, shining pearl. They got to come up with better names. Um, I saw the ending. I was perfect. Oh my god. Um, so I'm the only. I only got to see like the ending of it. So I saw the underground city thing, and then um, I slipped off my bed, so I missed the rest of. (laughs) I missed the rest of that presentation for a brilliant diamond and shining pearl. Um, but I, I'm excited for wait, the wait, game. Wait, 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 wait. You have a loft bed that is above you. Yes. How the fuck did you I, slip? Off? So I was going down the stairs. There's stairs on this on this side of me for everyone looking. I'm gesturing to my left. Um, so yeah, and I was going down. But the things I had the phone in my hand. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, underground city. And I don't know. I was half asleep, and I missed the step completely. And like, I just slipped right off. Oh, uh, I wasn't injured, thankfully. That's good. My pride was. Um, but yeah, so I saw it. Um, looks really cool. I'm excited for the remakes. I pre-ordered both of them in the double pack. Uh, cool. I, However, my only gripe with it is, and this also happened for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, <coughs> is uh, to me, again, I'm not a hardcore Pokemon fan. Like My favorite Pokemon is Charizard, and he's been around since Gen 1. So I may be wrong in saying this, but like I definitely feel like if you're going to make the remakes, make it the third game. Like, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire should have just been a remade Emerald game with a fancy title. And then Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl should have been uh, platinum, Hopping yeah. Platinum or some <laughs> shit, whatever. <laughs> I was um, thinking of an adjective. Um, or, yeah, platinum. a Platinum game. The answer would be Pure Platinum. Pure Platinum, there we go. Pure Platinum. Yeah, it really does. You got Pure Platinum, I got Popping Platinum. Like, come on. It sounds like a drug. Um, But yeah, I feel like it should be the third game. But then at the same time, like, having the two games, yeah, it gives you different Pokemon. Whatever. Anyway, enough about those two. Well, to be fair, like, they do incorporate, like, third version stuff into both versions. But go on. They do, but, like, I don't know. You're just going for money at this point. Your yeah, so my question to you, Gabe, is if you're a casual player and you know this, why you bought the double pack? Oh, one for me, one for my brother. Oh, okay. Fair. Because yeah, I care about my family. Um, that wasn't a shot to anybody. <laughs> like, <'cause that's laughs> I, was just, like, I was just saying that because like, yeah, because okay. my brother, my brother likes, oh, and so my brother likes Pokemon. Um, again, he's also not a hardcore fan, but one of the reasons yeah, I got the double pack. Your brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I'm not buying another double pack, so sorry about that. Um, no, it's fine. But so, like, uh, yeah. So one of the other reasons I got it so he could play it is because he hates Badoof, like, like as he should. Yeah. So and like when he first played the game on DS, he was like, "I am so fucking sick and tired of this stupid ass Beaver." Like he got mad. Like when I talk about Xbox. It's like that, but like times 20 when he talks about Badoo. You haven't even been that bad towards Xbox lately. Well, yeah, because Xbox hasn't done anything worth catching my attention. I mean, they haven't done... Okay, never mind. Um, Contrast! 
really quick talking about X. No, I'm not gonna talk about that right now. That's different news. Um, I was gonna talk about Skyrim. Um, but then for Arceus. Oh Arceus, yeah, that happened today. Yeah. Um, Arceus, Arceus, whatever. Pokemon God. Uh, that game looks fun oh, as shit. God. I can't. I can never pronounce his name right. And someone always tells me something different. So oh. it's like you know, Pokemon God. It's um, Pokemon God. Pokemon God. Um. The game looks really fun. It definitely looks like it's geared towards an older audience. Not like old old. I mean, when you throw hands with Pokemon. It looks funny. It I'm excited to see everyone's, you know, clips of them getting knocked out by Pokemon. <laughs> it's just gonna be when that game comes out for that week, those two weeks, we're gonna be getting <laughs> content of people sucking ass in Elden Ring. And people getting their ass whooped by Pokemon. Oh it damn! They're starting to come I, out at the same time. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I, I'm not, I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like the world in those two weeks is going to be a slightly happier place. It's just people of just that <laughs> of people getting fucked up. Uh, I'm excited for it. Um, but yeah, uh, my favorite thing about Pokemon God though was the Growlithe. Oh yeah, Growlithe. Growlithe. Oh yeah. If you haven't so seen cute. the Growlithe, look up. I don't no, remember what the, uh, don't you look up shit you go to hp criticals instagram I, or you, twitter how did you know i was gonna say go on our twitter and look at the pokemon growlith there oh Couldn't so go to twitter at hp critical and find our growlith picture it is a it's very actually nice critical underscore hp oh there we go my bad um it's a very fine captured screenshot of growlith really nice. <laughs> you can it also find it adorable. on instagram and facebook I know for a fact Facebook is HP critical. Instagram is also HP, is also critical. HP critical. I think. <laughs> All right. Well, um, anyway, I loved it. Uh, Kelly doesn't give a shit. And with that, we are going to end this podcast. Uh, and next week, uh, come back and we're going to talk about something really fun, which I haven't told these guys yet, but it's going to be super awesome. Uh, so, oh, I want to know now. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Can I tell you when I when I finish? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, if I tell you now, everyone's gonna know and then they won't tune in because I'll know the secret. You gotta tune in to find out. Exactly. You gotta tune in to find out. Unless I forget the secret before next week, in which case you're just gonna get another regular episode. I guess there's only one way to find out by tuning in next week. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh thank you guys for participating with me. Once again, this has been uh Brandon, uh Gabe, Kelly, and Jarrell. <laughs> You know what's and, funny is in my screen when you said uh, Gabe, you pointed at Kelly. When you said uh, Kelly, you pointed at me. That was on purpose because I didn't know. Oh. Good night, everybody. Nah. Good night. Bye. <laughs>